Hey, welcome back to The Sandler Files. You are listening to episode 8, where me and my co-host Max Dreesen are covering 8 Crazy Nights, the Adam Sandler animated film, for our holiday special. Let's jump into it. Happy holidays, right, Max. It's Happy December. Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Xmas. Whatever you celebrate. Xmas is just Christmas. Winter solstice. Whatever you celebrate. I hope you are looking forward to some holiday cheer this December and what has otherwise been a dismal year. Dig into some holiday ham. Have some... What's holiday ham? Uh, we watched <laughs> Adam Sandler's first animated film. Just so happens to be a Hanukkah film it is called eight crazy nights eight crazy nights episode eight it just it just fits it just, it just really fits, works max also this episode is most likely coming out on the first eighth day of hanukkah oh happy hanukkah the first of those eight crazy nights so welcome to hanukkah so this movie is uh if you don't know it is yes adam sandler's first animated movie i actually really liked the animation it was a 2d kind animation of, was good uh it's kind of based on his song, the Hanukkah song, which got very, very popular and kind of propelled him into like superstardom. It was super iconic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it came out, uh, so the the title's kind of a riff on that, and it's kind of him making a Hanukkah movie for the holidays, which there are, are not many of. I I can't think of any other Hanukkah movies really. Same here. Yeah. And I thought this was really solid as a as, for that like. In terms of being a holiday movie, I liked that it wasn't like Christmas doesn't exist, only Hanukkah. Yeah. But also it didn't have Christmas like overshadowing Hanukkah. Everyone in the movie was just like, whatever you celebrate, have a good time. And it was a little more Hanukkah bent just because the main character was Jewish, uh, Adam Sandler. But I I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool how they handled it. Yeah, the whole, I thought it was good. I think it's it's clearly, it clearly went uh, like all in on this one. There's yeah. definitely there was definitely a want from someone like let's make a Hanukkah movie, but I felt there like isn't one. I felt like it wouldn't like you could feel this like push of like oh we're making the first Hanukkah movie so it has to be like Hanukkah everything yeah but it wasn't that it was just no, like there, a nice yeah it was like what you would imagine an animated movie would be if Hanukkah movies were like happening all the time yeah and plot isn't even really like about Hanukkah no there's nothing like let's explain what Hanukkah means the story yeah. of Hanukkah it was just it was just a nice it was a nice story about the holidays and some people who celebrated Hanukkah and how that time kind of brought them together. Yes. So that's a loud drink of water. Ah. So what did you, what did you think of the actual movie as a movie? It was all right. I liked it. I, I was into it. I liked animation was great. It, it like, it wasn't hard to sit through it all. No. Cause it was an actual movie. Like there was a lot of work kind of in the holiday spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I there's some jokes that haven't aged super well. No, of course Rob Schneider. Um, he's the narrator. He's a you mentioned he's a great narrator actually. His I, voice is good. I thought the lines he's were whatever soothing. Yeah, I, I don't know. It it's, made me uncomfortable how yeah. much I was like he's good at this narrator. Yeah, job. Rob Schneider also plays. We mentioned this in the last episode. He plays Chinese waiter, which is that character is <sighs> actually offensive. I'm that's sorry. That's about as bad as uh, even if, even if, if it wasn't can. a white guy voicing him like. That is yeah. That is a stereotype and a half. That character, it's 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 messy. And he keeps he keeps coming back. Yeah, I I was hoping it would just be that first scene that he was in, but he's kind of like a recurring joke, comedic character. relief. Yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't land, and I I can't imagine it would have landed at the time, but now it's like, 
Oh, God. The good things that this movie does is plot's good, like Mm. Whitey and whatever Adam Sandler's character is. Davey. Yeah, Whitey and Davey. And um, the music's really good as well. Yeah. Some of the musical stuff. Yeah, this was when he was still, like, into his music career. So, pretty solid. So, uh, Eight Crazy Nights follows Davey, who is, like, an Adam Sandler self-insert. Like, just Adam Sandler. Looks like him. Looks like him. Just Adam Sandler's regular voice. And he's a bit of a a Scrooge or a Grinch or whatever you want to call him. He He hates the holidays. He doesn't like the holidays because... So we find out his parents tragically died on the uh, the first night of Hanukkah many years ago. Um, so he's he's kind of a grouch, and not a lot of people in town like him. He's an alcoholic. He's he's mm-hmm. steals. He first seen as him running from the police. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a jerk, honestly. Um, but he he's kind of taken under the wing of this. Oh, this perfect man, yeah. Whitey, short little man, who is also played by Adam Sandler. He sounds like this. That was really good. It's kind of like Carl. It's kind of like, like Carl meets Tron. Jill from Jack and Jill. That's a technical foul. <laughs> that was great. That's, yeah, I actually voiced him. A little fun oh fact my god. There. Sorry, I was going to save it for trivia, but yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with Whitey. Like, this is this is they, my... Well, they make him super likable. He's so likable. Everyone hates him in the town. I'm so used the to little... not liking Adam Sandler characters. This little yeah. man is is my favorite human. He's a, he's a great character. I was rooting for him so hard. <laughs> he made me so happy. Yeah. He's just, oh, I loved Whitey. I was I was completely enamored by him. So that was really well done. I just wanted the yeah. best for him. He was like the hero of this movie, whereas like Davey's like the driving kind of force. Yeah, pretty much. He, for me. He teaches Davey what it means to celebrate Hanukkah. And they're both played by Adam Sandler. So shout out Adam. Yeah. I thought both were pretty interesting characters and like well- pretty well fleshed out yeah yeah uh so yeah as max just said they kind of learn from each other and whitey kind of teaches davy to to be a good person again and um davy actually his arc in this movie is he has to learn how to cry because he never cried over the death of his parents and like, right right i notice as soon as he like breaks that barrier he does it like kind of frequently after oh, that. like tears come out of his yeah. eyes. Yeah, which I was like, that's dope. That's, that's a, like that's, that's a not great, a bad plot. That's, that's a very... good message for kids. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, that, it's very original. Yeah, to like be like, don't bottle everything up inside. It's okay to cry. Yeah. So uh, me and Jeremy are gonna be crying for the We're rest crying of the for ten actually. straight minutes. We're gonna yeah. talk about our traumas, mm-hmm. our past suffering. Uh, yeah. Just what we got to do for the episode. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. yeah. What else happens in this film? There's Whitey's sister. That's a little... I didn't like her very much. I thought she was funny. She's just a female Whitey. Poor diabetic representation. <laughs> okay, fine. She's diabetic. Enough. Whitey's yeah. not. But he, he refrains from eating foods with sugar as, like, Out solidarity with yeah. his sister. Oh, King. I loved him. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there's this, like subplot like with this this childhood romance that davy had with this girl who's now divorced and has a son and they kind of rekindle that and Um, this girl is played by jackie sandler which is adam sandler's real wife yeah not jennifer schwalbach as i kept saying no (laughs) it's uh yeah it's jackie sandler and then she's got a little boy who wants to play basketball and And adam Adam kind of teaches oh yeah like many movies davy like many adam sandler characters is good at basketball and was a childhood basketball star so i think 
He's like amazing at basketball. I just re- there's basketball in like Grown Ups as well, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't the whole the whole thing in Grown Ups that Adam Sandler was it's like about a basketball game, and he was like the the star of their basketball team when they I, were kids. I never realized until we started this like how many of these movies feature basketball. Yeah, like Adam Sandler is a huge and his next guy. one is about him being a basketball. Yeah, next coach. one's basketball. Uncut Gems was about basketball. He didn't this is about that. basketball. It's just like he was in it, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's interesting that that keeps popping up. Clearly, he has some unresolved issues. Either he was terrible at basketball as a, as a kid. He's trying to live up. And to really it. loved, like, the NBA. Or he was, like, really good, but, like, screwed up the last championship game of high school or something and is trying to fill that void. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I hope you figure it out, Adam. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. This was the most pleasant viewing experience for me of an Adam Sandler film in a long time. Yeah. Only, I guess, only real, like downsides mm-hmm. it's just the the some of the humor yeah it didn't it didn't really land there's a lot of like time. toilet humor yeah lots of fart jokes and poop jokes and it's like the deers are pooping everywhere and then they eat poop yeah and smile and there's poop in their teeth but i just i was <laughs> kind of blinding awesome. i was blinding myself to that i was like yeah i do not see what i don't want to see if, if they this could have been child friendly i don't think it's like i think you could show a 10 year old this Really? And be like, okay, this is a treat. This is a little edgy, but we're going to show it to you. This is a little adult, but I don't know. I didn't I think know. it was that I, bad. He flips off people. There's, you know, Some he swears language, in the movie. Yeah. Some Poop jokes, fart jokes, sex jokes. Not many sex jokes. I I don't a know. A handful? Yeah, a couple. I, I, they Within the first fly... minute, he's, he's making moves on his car. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. I thought it was a kid's movie. Uh I At thought first, it was a kid's we movie too. It. Yeah, but it's clearly, I mean, uh, it's rated PG thirteen, which is valid. I feel like it. You I think it was no? Be more. You think someone has to be over thirteen? Wait. No, that that you makes sense. You think someone? I'm I'm used to ratings being like way more than they should be. I think. I think PG thirteen is perfect. Like if you're, th- I think a thirteen year olds could watch this. Oh, I show this like thirteen year old would love this. Probably. Twelve or eleven year old, yeah. like I don't care. It's not that bad. Yeah. There's a lot worse. The internet exists. Mm-hmm. But I... It was a little heartwarming at the end. I loved the music. I was super into the musical yeah, element. Yeah, music's good. Well, Adam Sandler didn't do the, the music for this. Oh, I didn't even realize no, that. it was like a real composer. Okay, so. good. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. I... Really solid. Like, put me in good vibes, good spirits, holiday spirits. Mm-hmm. You have anything else you, you want to say about it in particular? Not that I can think of. Okay, pretty, so yeah, pretty all right. Where, 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 what are we, where are we putting this on the Sandler scale? This is up there on the Sandler scale. Um, maybe eight. I'm giving it an eight. It would be a nine if Rob Schneider was not in it. Yes. Yeah. There. He like there's some legitimately really, brings it down. Yeah. Rob Schneider, just some of the crude humor that's not funny. Yeah. It, it it's. It's upsetting to see in a movie that's like almost so good, and especially with like the gorgeous animation. Like this is high quality animation. Yeah, it's good. I miss like two D hand drawn animation. Like so do I. Yeah. Yeah. So eight, but that's that's real good on a movie scale. I'd give it a seven point five. Not much lower. I might go a bit farther down. That's fine. Maybe like a six. You're in a bad mood today. I get it. Whatever. Whatever. No. No. Whatever. I just. You know, you know, Chinese waiter. I know you loved his performance okay, as Chinese waiter. That, but I wasn't yeah, a big that was fan pretty of it. bad. I but I'm trying to look past that. 
I'd watch it again for sure. I'd I'd watch it next Hanukkah. I, yeah, I'd put this yeah. in my holiday movie rotation for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little hidden gem. If you haven't seen it, I'd recommend at least checking it out. Just be aware I, I think so, yeah, that there's going to be some moments where you're going to go, oh. Yeah. But there's it's got a lot of heart, which I think is good. Yeah. That's that's one of its big strengths. Mm-hmm. A lot of the heart in other Sandler films feels kind of forced, but this is... Yeah, that that's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, there... You got anything else you want to say about it? Or you, I think I'm good. No. Okay, yeah, so is it is it time for a little Hanukkah trivia? I think by, it is. By Hanukkah, I mean... Eight Crazy Nights trivia. Yes. Hit me with it. So the director, Seth Kearsley, mm-hmm. said that all product placements were used without permission. Nice. I like that. Company. So not, there was no real product placement. There's because there's, there's a, a lot of brands in this movie. There's a mall that features pretty uh, heavily yeah. in the plot. I like that scene where like all the logos. I loved that. Like, that's that's pretty cool. There's I like so there's. There's logos that like appear in one scene in a kind of dream sequence that that uh, logos at this mall like from yeah, all the different shops they come, come to alive life and they teach Adam Sandler a lesson. Yeah, and it's about it's a pretty, crying. Like, it's a pretty cool sequence. Moment. Yeah, it's and a nice I also like how in the memory sequences, like it would be in the town and he would just be passing a place and he'd see it in like gold. Yeah, right. Like right. it would it would be like a pocket into the past of just like in gold coloring. Yeah. Versus they the they blue. do neat stuff with animation, which is always it good. It looked great. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, next little piece of trivia: Davy's parents are voiced by Adam Sandler's real parents. Really? That's a little cameo right there. That's so sweet. It makes me want to throw up. No. <laughs> no, in a good way. Oh. That's okay, adorable. Okay. Yeah, and they died in like 2003. Oh his dad my did, god, at least, so. that's really sad. I'm sorry, Adam. This that's, came out in 2002. So yeah. That's. That's awesome. So it was like a family production. I like that. Yeah. Solid. I'm I'm just getting I this was great. I'm so glad we're ending oh, this season. Chinese this. waiter was awesome. Stop bringing up Chinese waiter. I'm he trying to forget so about funny. him. So funny. I loved him. Um, okay. Here's another another little piece. Many animation fans have noted the design style of the characters in Eight Crazy Nights is very similar to the uh, characters in The Iron Giant. That's what that? it reminded me of. Yeah. That's so accurate. So the majority of animators that worked on this film were laid off from Warner Bros, which produced Iron Giant. Hmm. And then we're hired on for this project. That's uh, so. That's that's why that is. That's awesome. Not that they got fired. Sorry, that that came out that's wrong. Sweet. <laughs> but like, I I thought I recognized the animation style in the Iron Giant. If you haven't seen the Iron Giant, I that is. The, I haven't seen the Iron Giant. Are you serious? It's right up there. Oh, it's on our list of yeah, things it's to there. watch. Dude, one of the best movies ever made. Can we do Iron Giant? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, I agree. That would be. I haven't killer. seen Roger Rabbit in a long time. I just yeah. love that. And uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Final final piece of trivia. Yeah. This is a smaller thing, but in the scene where you see Whitey doing odd jobs to make ends meet, a shot of the Red Arrow Diner is shown. And this is a real 24-hour diner in Manchester, New Hampshire, where Adam Sandler grew up and regularly visits. That's awesome, too. another little real thing for Adam Sandler. This is so sweet. This movie's great. Not great, but a- it's, Asian it's real waiter. Sweet. Stop talking about Chinese waiter. <laughs> he was awesome. I get it. It was really bad. If I'm gonna I, edit, that's just a very blaring thing. I'm gonna oh. edit this movie and just cut out all the scenes with. Doesn't Chinese work. Waiter. He's in. He's in musical numbers. <sighs> he's in one, but it's the he's most important one. He's in two, I think. Oh God, Rob Schneider, you really, you really ruin everything. God. All right. Well, that's that's, that's trivia. I like this movie. I don't care. Cut out that part, though. All right. Uh, all right. Are you ready for some Google reviews, Max? 
I'm so ready. Let's play the music music cue. My stomach just rumbles. Oh my god, that okay. was scary. Uh, Google reviews. I've got two Google reviews that I like. This one's okay. It's five stars. It says, I love the movie. It's way better than any other holiday, even though it was made before I was born, but still really good. Adam Sandler, please watch. It is really, 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 really good. Only about eight to nine swear words, but it's still really good. I think this was written by a nine-year-old. Well, let's hope Adam Sandler does watch let's this movie at some point. Let's hope Adam Sandler watches point. the movie. I love just the little note that it, it's good, even though it was made before I was born. Yeah, yeah. Which my next review also says. Oh. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta scroll to find this one. Okay. I've never seen this movie from 2002 because I was born in 1999 and didn't see it on TV, but I've seen clips of the movie. I've been watching clips of the movie for like two months, and I really like this movie. Maybe one day they'll make a sequel. So he hasn't seen the movie. He hasn't seen the movie. He's just been watching like YouTube little clips. He was clips. born in 1999 and the movie came out in 2002, so there's no way no, absolutely he could have seen it. He missed his chance. I'm pretty sure this uh, this review is actually by Martin Scorsese. Because that would make sense. The username is Great Director. Oh, yeah. And, and the... Martin Scorsese was born in 99. <laughs> well, the, the image, maybe he's lying about that, but the image is Mario and Luigi. And as we know, Martin Scorsese is probably Italian. Is Martin Scorsese Italian? I mean, he made Goodfellas. He makes a lot of movies about Italians. I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to look into this. Yeah. Talk about the movie. Okay. Um, yeah, A, a Crazy Night is an animated movie uh, with Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider. Uh, John Lovitz is in this film. He's Italian. He's Italian-American. He grew up in Little Italy. Oh, all right. Yay, Italian representation. Great. Okay. That's that's Google Reviews. One from Marty, one from someone else. Fantastic. Let's jump into San Sandler for the last time this year. Sid Sandler. Whoa, we're here in oh San Sandler. Oh my god, whoa. That was that we're was in crazy. San Sandler land. Let me hit you with a few with a few important items from the week. Yes. Uh we got Oscar Isaac. From Star Wars. Isaac? It's Isaac. I say Isaac because he's got two A's in his last name. Isn't it Isaac? That's just it's probably you Isaac, it. but I say it's it Isaac. You spell Isaac, Jeremy? Do you always spell Isaac? You're going to call A's? me out on Southern? <laughs> Southern. Southern. <laughs> Southern? Okay, Oscar Isaac uh, from Poe Dameron from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's an ex machina. He's a great actor, super charming. He is going to be playing. Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Wow. If you're not familiar with Metal Gear Solid, it's really over the top, but kind of cool. It's like the first stealth video game. Yeah, we played the first one for a little bit. I, I would want to get into it, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot to get into. It takes a long time. Like, it's it's a big commitment. One of the games I, has like a 45-minute cutscene, I think. One of the cutscenes is 45 minutes. Yeah. I think in the fourth game, yeah. And like, overall, the cutscenes, there's like... 14 hours of cutscenes yeah, or something it's, it's super cinematic but like apparently if you like when people are into it they're really into it it's got yeah, a yeah. super hardcore fan base it's a worthwhile investment i'm sure yeah it's pretty cool and solid snake is like he talked he's like colonel colonel general general he's, snake you need to watch eight crazy nights colonel my my favorite character is chinese waiter <laughs> stop he had the funniest lines Solid I snake. have to agree with you, Snake. <laughs> okay. Solid Snake is a racist. <laughs> um, 
I, I, the one thing I'm going to say about this movie that I'm worried about is Metal Gear Solid is so cinematic because Hideo Kojima, who made the game, was inspired oh, does by... Does he have any yeah, he's, control he's, in this? He's apparently, like, being, um, like, consulted for the story. Oh, that's how they, that's how, that's yeah. the way of saying, no, he's not <laughs> no, going he's on not this at all. <laughs> like, they're running up by him, and he's like, okay, I can't change anything, but all right. Hideo Kojima's a video game genius, for those of you who don't know. He's like, right, he's right. super... He made Death Stranding the best He's like the, made. he's, can I say he's the Tarantino of video games? That's, that's a great way to describe it. Yeah, like, yeah. he has, his fans are, like, super into him, and he's, yeah. like, very much an He asserted a style. He's, like, Never the, I'd say him. he's the first video game person to be, like, his name sold games. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then it was Todd Howard. Um, Started in chess club, after all. <laughs> so Hideo Kojima made uh, Metal Gear Solid as like a, as a love letter to espionage films and spy films like yeah. James Bond. Yeah. Um, the main character, Snake, is named after the main character from Escape from New York, Snake Plissken. Right. Like, it's, it's kind of very inspired by movies, which is why it's so cinematic. So I don't know how translating that into a movie. Uh, I, I got a bad feeling about this. It's like the Uncharted movie. Like, Uncharted is a movie in video game form. Right. So why yeah. take away that? It's the... a very cinematic video game. And then you take away yeah. the interactive element and put Tom Holland in, and it's like, it's who's just even a bland movie. Right? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I'm just ranting about Uncharted now. I'm really worried about that movie. <laughs> no, that's that's not turning out Uncharted well, sure. is my favorite game of all time. Really? It's way up there. It's like one or two. I've never played them. I have them all. My we dad play played them. them. We'll play them. Okay. But, like, Mark Wahlberg... Ugh. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got against Mark Wahlberg, dude? He was well, in Ted. Well, one, one... He was in Ted. He was one, great. When he was 18, he, you know, committed a hate crime. What did he do? We'll talk about it after the can show. You, can we say it? You, I'll bleep it out. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah! What? It's it's messed up, dude. He'd like Chinese waiter and things. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop bringing up Chinese waiter. <laughs> okay, all right. Moratorium okay. on Chinese waiter jokes. Because oh, it's That's gross. terrible, though. I yeah. can't believe that. I don't like Mark Wahlberg that much. Also, you know, bleep this too. He's... What? He's insane. Oh, my God. I yeah. need to do some more Mark Mark Wahlberg research here. If if your interest is peaked, go, go look up Mark Wahlberg. He said some controversial <laughs> things. Crazy facts. Yeah. So, uh... Oscar Isaac is Solid Snake, yay. Video game movies suck normally. Great, yeah, this is gonna end out horribly. It never works. Next. Do you remember, Max, uh, during the start of lockdown, you and I were trying to watch movies over Discord together? Yes. And one night I sent you a YouTube link to a movie called Toxic Avenger. Yeah. And oh, was, are, aren't they remaking that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was so gross that we had to, like, turn it off because I was, like, really disturbed by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that's, that's like, a cult favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage has been cast as oh. the Toxic Avenger. That movie's so huh. weird. Yeah. The original? I don't know how you, like, if Peter Dinklage is in it, are they going to, like, sanitize it for, like, normal audiences? Because I can't see, that does not have, like, general appeal. It, it cannot be as, as gory and, and Or as weird. weird. The start was really, even yeah. before he became Toxic well, it's Avenger. Like it, in that movie, they, they, what, they drive over a kid's head with a car and it I explodes? I forgot about that. That was so gross. Yeah, like, it was, it was like a really cheap production in the 80s that would never be made by a studio. So there's, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't see it being anything like the original. But we will be there opening day. That's right. I'm, we're looking forward to it. Let's go Toxic Avenger 2021. Woo! Or probably 2022. Yeah, I figure. Okay, uh third piece of news oh. 
So do you know about, have you heard of uh, this movie called The Godfather? No. Great. So it's a trilogy of movies. And I don't three. know if you know. There's three of okay. them. And they're remaking the third one. No. <laughs> they're not remaking it. They're, they're re-editing. re-editing. I, I heard about this. Yeah, because it's it's known as like the garbage one. Yeah. yeah. I won't. My dad won't let me watch Godfather Part 3. Really? Because he's like, it'll ruin it. Because I love... I believe it. Like I, I haven't seen any of the Godfathers. So here's the thing. When I was a kid, um, I was told the Godfather was the uh, apex of my culture as an Italian. Right. right. I was like, it was, it was communicated to me that this was the Italian experience represented on film. Yeah. I mean, it's partially accurate, but obviously not like super accurate. That's accurate? Not the mob parts, <laughs> but like the cultural well, and family stuff. That's what stuff. you tell me, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, but Godfather 1 and 2 fantastic i love the first godfather and part two i haven't seen in a while but i remember it being really solid so i haven't seen part three but i've heard it's really cringy and weird and bad and the yeah, director that's c- like general consensus on that is yeah yeah mistake uh so there's a new name for it because it goes godfather part one godfather part two godfather part three yeah it's been retitled the uh the new cut of the third one where they're trying to fix everything mm-hmm. it's called the godfather coda colon the death of michael corleone oh too long too long of a name undo yeah. it put it back to godfather like, 3 rebooted yeah godfather part 3 redux or director's cut like don't you don't yeah. need to i didn't like that when i read that that's a bad name are we getting dive bombed by like a world war ii airplane right yeah now? it's disney you hear that probably is disney <laughs> uh that's yeah i i don't want to i don't want to watch that no I mean, I'll, I I feel like... I mean, maybe maybe it'll be good. But if but you have I to watch... If people are like, wow, this That's is way... That's like a cash grab for sure. If people are like, wow, this is way better than the original Godfather Part 3. Like, this is a big improvement. You know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to watch the original and then watch the recut. Right. To, to compare. I can't just, like, jump into the recut. Anyways, I'm sure my dad will be interested in that. I'll, I'll talk to him about it. Yeah. I, that's going to make a lot of money, I think, regardless. Are they going to put it in theaters, do you think? Probably not right now. It's going to hit those streaming numbers, whatever that... I don't even know how the movie business works anymore. Speaking of... Okay, this is perfect. This is the perfect segue to our next piece of information. I don't know how many of you have heard about this. This was the biggest news of the week to me. Warner Brothers announced... Oh, this. This week that they are releasing all of their 2021 films direct to HBO Max, their streaming service in the United States. These movies... I'm going to list them off for you. Okay. The Little Things... Judas and the Black Messiah, Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, Those Who Wish Me Dead, The Conjuring 4, The Devil Made Me Do It, or maybe that's the third one, In the Heights, which is a Lin-Manuel Miranda musical, Space Jam, A New Legacy, The Suicide Squad, Reminiscence, Malignant, Dune, The Many Saints of Newark, which is a Sopranos movie, King Richard, Cry Macho, and The Matrix 4. That's insane. Dude. The mere fact they got Tom and Jerry on there I know. is outlandish to me. How much did they pay for that? A billion? That that's was going to be one of the like biggest cinematic releases of all time. Yeah. I I but honestly, like it boggles my mind that that many movies are going direct to streaming. How how do you make money? I don't movie theaters are dying. Also, um fun fact, so they they announced uh Warner Brothers announced Dune and Godzilla vs Kong is going to HBO Max. But those were made by Legendary Pictures and were only being distributed by Warner Brothers. And so Legendary was like, um, are you sure about that? 
they weren't they weren't contacted before the press release and then they were like uh we're not so sure those are gonna go straight to streaming oh boy yeah dune would dune, dune was like the biggest one on the list for me like really well yeah because you're you love Denis villeneuve he made blade runner i don't love i'm not some hyper fan of him i like the book dune i need to read that New blade runner was good yeah i almost like the first one better just that's, by a little that's bit. fine it's got a little bit of a I don't like either. That's my hottest take. Damn. I don't like either Blade Runner. Have you seen you saw both? I've I've seen both and I watched them back to back and I was like, eh, neither one was really for me. I respect them though. They're great. Like they're they're clearly very well made. Are you gonna cry? No. Did Eight Crazy Nights teach you how to no how to handle this? My eyes twitching. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, but I just don't understand. That's like easily two billion dollars in revenue. That I don't know if HBO Max can make up in one year. Especially when well, it's are only... the theaters even going to make that much money? I mean, no. But I would have assumed they'd just delay. I, I feel like it's going to get them a lot of subscriptions to HBO Max. Except it's only available in the United States. Oh, we don't even get that? No. Oh, so we're just going to have to pirate it then. No, we would never do that. That was a joke. We would never, ever. Like, legitimately, that was a joke. That If you pirate, you're a bad person. You wouldn't steal a car. Why would yeah. you steal a movie? It's outrageous. <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, that's, like, I don't, even if they get, like, a hundred million subscribers off of that. Yeah. I, I'd i cancel after it, 2021. It might be a plan to get, uh, some subscribers to HBO Max. And then maybe they'll go back to theaters once they're open. Well, the the way it's going to work is, um, these movies will premiere in theaters and on HBO Max in, on the same day. Mm-hmm. And then they will be on HBO Max for a month and in theaters for a month. And then they will be pulled off HBO Max, and the only place you will be able to see them is theaters past that point. But you have a month to watch That's them before. That's a big time frame, yeah. You think, I if I have 30 days, I'm not going to watch James Gunn's The Suicide Squad? Yeah. Are you crazy? I, I want to see that as soon as that comes out. Right? That's, that's interesting to me. Yeah. So, I just it seems like it's going to be a massive failure. I can see in countries where HBO Max doesn't exist, and they're like, oh, go to the theaters because your theaters are open. There's If there's an HD copy of Wonder Woman 1984 or The Just Suicide Squad. Just floating around. If yeah. you put it on streaming, that is now out there yeah. for anybody with a quick little Google search to go find. Not that we would ever do something no, that's disgusting. that nefarious. But but you're basically, you're saying, oh yeah, people in the US only have to pay $15 a month for all these top tier movies. But if you're in any other country, you have to pay 30 bucks for a ticket. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. People <laughs> are going to pirate it. No. Especially when, you know, it's not like we're handling the pandemic fantastically. Yeah. I don't want to go to theaters yet. No, I I, I don't want to go to theaters even when this ends. <laughs> I don't, I never care about movie theaters that much. I like the experience a little bit. I, I told you about my, my John Wick experience. Yeah. That's, that's my you wanna, favorite. You want to talk about your John Wick experience? Watching John Wick 3 in theaters with my dad is the greatest, like Rivals opening night end game for me is one of the greatest movie theaters experiences I've ever had. It was like two weeks after it came out, but everyone in the theater was like over 30. I was bringing down the average age by at least 15 years. Um, And everyone was so into John Wick. Like, I remember the first time he did an awesome kill in the movie, the whole cheater, the the whole theater like cheered and freaked out. And there was only like 30 people in there. And like this one old guy who was two rows in front of me, he stood up, he just goes, I love John Wick. (laughs) And then he would say that like every 15 minutes when a new cool kill would happen. Yeah. It was just so entertaining. Yeah, I like that, but I don't, I never really got any of that. Yeah. Like a crazy experience like that in the movie theater. It's always just... When when a character tells a joke that's not even funny, 
like something that's just meant to be a joke, everyone goes, <laughs> It's right. like a laugh track for your movie. It's like, oh. And then you're sitting down in this cramped chair. And when it's a packed, you know, when it's a packed uh, house, yeah. there's some guy to your right eating chips and yeah. some guy leaning up to you on your left. That's me. You don't, have to, you don't have to censor my name. <laughs> no, it's not you. It, I had Do you go really... to the movies alone a lot? No. Okay, no. so how is there people on either when side I of you? When I saw Infinity, no. Which one came first, Infinity War? Yeah, or? Infinity War. Came okay. First. When I saw Infinity War at Cineplex, yeah, it was one of the worst movie-going experiences of my life. That's crazy. It, I loved that. I they cranked the heat. <laughs> it was like that came out in the summer, right? Uh, like May, yeah. Yeah. So I something about that theater was like super hot. I was in my t-shirt, and it was still just. I don't know who was controlling the thermostat in that theater, but no, they need they need to lay off a bit. There was a little kid running through the aisles, going like, "I'm Iron Man." It's like, okay, yeah, great, buddy. Let me watch the let me watch the movie. Okay, that product. Uh, just sitting through that was like, God, I can't stand this anymore. I was ready to embrace streaming. Wow, for me, there's parts of the theater experience you just can't replicate. Like, um, you can pause overpaying that, but you can pause a movie anytime you want when you watch it at home and like go pee or whatever. But, uh, you can't do that. At the theaters. And you have to sit there uh, wanting to pee for a yeah. full hour. So when I watched Midsummer, uh, my blood sugar was really high when I went in, which means I that makes you have to pee. Plus, I drank a really big drink. And about five minutes into the movie, I realized I really had to pee. Yeah. The movie is two and a half hours long. Oh my god. I didn't go pee the whole movie. And it really enhanced the experience. Because that... <laughs> let, me, let me explain myself. Yeah, the... <laughs> that movie is so tense and stressful and right, scary. Right. And and if a you, full bladder really helps with the If extreme. you have to pee the whole time, yeah. you're already on edge. And it was just like even more. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. That's not really a plus for movie theaters. I'm a silver lining kind of guy. Yeah, right. Sorry. I don't, I'm just not a pessimist like you. Right. I right. like well, to see... enjoy your $30 bag of popcorn. Yeah, I don't get popcorn because of the aforementioned diabetes. Life hack. Fine. Fine. What do you get? Diet soda or water. Life hacked. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. yeah. What were we talking about? HBO Max? I don't know. That's anyway, I think is Disney this, Plus this is probably about Adam Sandler movies or something. <laughs> Disney Plus is probably gonna respond and put like Black Widow or Eternals or something onto their service because you can't not respond to that. Like Warner Brothers really threw down the yeah. gauntlet. So there's gonna be a big shift in twenty twenty one and then the question is can theaters come back? Because I think a lot of people are gonna be in your camp and not mine, because I'm kind of an elitist when it comes to movie theaters. I, yeah, I feel like this year has helped most people, like, transition over to the streaming. Which is a shame for me, but I think theaters will still exist. It'll just be, like, kind of like bookstores where it's, like, a maybe there's... A bigger event. Or, like, there's the one chain, and then, yeah. like, maybe if you're in a big city, you'll have an independent that you can go support. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to be as com nearly as common as it was. But you can't make a $250 million movie on a streaming budget. Like, it just... It doesn't work. Yeah. The the numbers don't work. I don't... It kind of worries me, but... Like, you can't have an endgame level movie on a streaming right, budget. Right, right. I, that's, well, that's I feel with the huge productions like that... Yeah. Those are going to be theater releases. Okay. Like, a big thing, right? It's like, oh, it's only in theaters. Whoa! That means it's going to be awesome. Whoa. That's fair. That, that might be... I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, Max, it seems... Yeah. I think we're wrapped up on San Sandler. Yeah. Seems we've come to the end of our inaugural, initial, 
Sandler Files season for the year. Uh, we do have a bonus episode coming out as well, but we recorded that before this. So this is our final recording of 2020 yes, yes. for the Sandler Files. If you want a little more fun, go check that out. We we get a little uh, into the, the whole conceit of the show. We, we deep dive yes, a little bit. Yes. Uh, but I'm really glad I went on this journey with you so far. Yeah. It's I'm been, glad to be here. It's been a good ride. I, I hope love we watching can, these movies. I hope we can keep it going into the new year. Let's hope we get picked up for HBO. Please. Uh, please. Yeah. We need a $100 million budget to keep this show going. It is dropping the yeah. bucket for people like you. Please. So if you check the description uh, for this episode, we do have a GoFundMe set up. Yep. We're going to need $2 million on production. Per listener. Per listener? Per day. Yeah. So it's going to be about $8 billion but that's uh, what to keep the show going. We need quality. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't want to like you know. We don't want to just. We don't want to give you guys an unfinished product. Yeah. So please donate two million dollars to us. Please, each and every one of you. Thank you. It goes right into our pockets. No charities will get anything of it because no, no. they don't need it. We Chase, need it. They're not gonna. We're watching Adam podcast. Sandler movies. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you heard a charity have a funny yeah. little Adam Sandler podcast? Yeah. Spoiler alert: hasn't happened yet. All right, now Jeremy's going to sing us a little Hanukkah song. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm, thank you for listening this season. It's been really fun. Yep. Uh, that's it. That's that's all. I, I want to I save the wheel spin for the very end, so let's let's do our little plugs. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at The Sandler Files on Twitter. Uh, you can find Max at MaxTracks2001 on Instagram. It's with an X in tracks. Like his name, Max. It's really cool. I'm so funny. You so I I mean I'm proud of you for picking an email when you were twelve yeah. and sticking with it. Thank you, thank you. It was actually let me give some backstory on the Max Tracks name. Just for the season finale, okay. I, I had a, a grade eight birthday party. Yeah. And in the loop bags, I gave away a CD with a bunch of little songs on it, and that CD was titled Max Tracks. You were so ahead of your time in terms of being nostalgic for the 80s. You were making mixtapes <laughs> It had when like, you were like 13. songs on it and stuff. That's awesome. Do you still have a copy? I do. It's in my car. Can we put that in my car? Because yeah, we're in yeah. that more? That's awesome. Sure. Okay. That's actually a great story. I <laughs> yeah. want that. Uh, did I say my Instagram? No, you didn't. Go for it. Eh, they don't need it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Okay, all right. I've been Jeremy Conte. And I've been Max Dreesen. And we are about to spin the wheel. For the last time in 2020. This will be our first movie. If we come back, it will launch us into the new year. Are you ready, Max? I'm so ready. I'm spinning. The Wheel. No. Oh. No. Oh my god! No! Next season on The Sandler Files. It seems you boys have landed yourselves. In a little bit of trouble here. Jeremy, there's an alien outside the shed. What? It's like a little creature. He just flew down from the sky. You saw those lights too? Max, we have to go back. It's before we started this whole mess. When? To the beginning. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Santa- Oh my god! Are you me? Max, we have something to tell you. We come from the future. You must not go down this path, okay? What path? The Sandler path. Only suffering waits for you here. Oh, oh, please, Mr. Caballoni, please, I only need five dollars. You ask me for too much. No! Jeremy, come on, we gotta get this episode out now, or else Watergate is gonna happen again. Max, I don't have time! And the Kids' Choice Award goes to Max Dreesen. Me? <laughs> Whoa, yeah!
Jeremy, listen. I don't got time for you anymore, okay? I'm a big shot. But Max, what about the show? I don't give a damn about your little show anymore, kid. What about Adam? He's dead to me.